A text that does call for our attention this Lord's Day is our Old Testament reading from Isaiah 11, and particularly these verses. The wolf shall dwell with the lamb, and the leopard shall lie down with the young goat, and the calf and the lion and the fattened calf together, and a little child shall lead them. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you happen, when you got here today, had a chance to look at the bulletin and see the sermon title, what did you think when you first saw the title, Safe Spaces? Did you immediately think of how that phrase is often used in our culture as a political football of sorts? Well, you seem to have one side of the political aisle suggesting that there should be places in our world that are so safe that not even any sort of offensive speech should be able to enter into them ever. Or did you think about the other side on that same issue? It seems to be so opposed to this idea together, altogether that they seem to have no trouble being or intentionally, rather, I should say, offensive just to make their point. Or on the other hand, did you not think of that at all? Did you just think of some place where you feel safe? Almost everybody has somewhere a place or several places where they feel more comfortable than in other places. Is there a place in your home where you feel most safe? Or is there a place away from your home where you sort of go to get away from everything, to escape the troubles of the world and feel a little more safe there? Or is it just sort of a space in your mind, so to speak, where if you have the right cup of coffee in your hand and the right music making its way into your ears, everything seems more safe all around you. Or perhaps you heard the word safe and thought about the various ways that you try to keep other people, those closest to you, safe. Maybe you thought about salting your sidewalk in order to keep the ice off so no one falls, or... Maybe you thought about baby-proofing your house to make sure nothing goes wrong. Or maybe you thought about that safety you gave your family when you bought that big, brooding, 12-inch tall dog that guards your whole family. Well, here is the truth. We all treasure the idea of safety. While we have a little different thoughts on what it means to be safe, we want us and our loved ones to be safe. We fear what might come if safety were to depart our lives. We as Christians should understand that this desire for safety is almost as old as the world itself. Oh, there was a very safe space in the beginning. Adam and Eve lived there. They lived there with God in that perfect garden where there was no sin and no trouble, no danger of any sort, and certainly no death looming around the corner. But that safety was quite short-lived. Sin slithered in and brought danger and death into the world. And ever since that time, safety can no longer just be assumed. Oh, it may be sought out. It is sought out but it never can just be assumed. For there are dangers all around us, and yet we want to be safe. 
In fact, this desire is so deep within us that many entire industries have grown up trying to help people feel more safe. Think about how much money is spent on things that make us at least feel safer, whether it's security systems or firearms or the lack of firearms, self-defense classes, or anything else you could add to the list. We show year after year that we're willing to pay money in order to feel a little safer. Today in our Old Testament reading, we hear the prophet Isaiah. And he is foretelling the time when this Messiah would come. This Messiah that had been waited for for some time. He says that in that day when the Messiah comes, there would be drastic change. There would be many things that would not be as they were before. Well, for today, we want to focus in on the middle verses of our text. For there, the prophet Isaiah reveals the word of the Spirit about the safety that the Messiah was going to bring when he began to reign. And the things he speaks about there, the safety that is spoken of there, is indeed so complete that it is almost beyond our comprehension. It is said that when the Messiah comes and his kingdom is fully established, all sorts of things that used to bring danger would no longer be thought of as dangerous at all. Let me ask you a question. What animal in all the world are you most leery of or afraid of? Which animal, if it came up upon you suddenly, would cause you either to jump or hold your breath or perhaps run away? Would it be a bear? Would it be a wolf? Would it be a lion? How about another big cat like a leopard? Or perhaps some sort of poisonous snake? Well, our text today actually lists all of those animals and says that those animals, those often thought of as the most fearful things in this world, those things that can bring danger to human life, well, our text says that when the Messiah comes, they won't be a threat one bit anymore. There'll be nothing to fear. Yes, this Messiah will even rule over the most wild beasts. For God says he's going to gather his people together on his holy mountain. And when he does, no one will ever be able to hurt or harm them again. No one and no thing. He says it in some particularly memorable ways. He says that the lamb will be able to snuggle up with the wolf without any fear. He says that the cow would never fear the approach of a bear. He says that a mother wouldn't even have to gasp if she were to see her young toddler stick his hand right down into the hands of a poisonous cobra's nest. Yeah, he promises safety. He promises it in such big ways. It's not just that there's going to be a few safe spaces that will exist, that you could go to and be safe for a moment. But he says, no, when his kingdom reigns, everywhere in his kingdom will be just like this. If you're in his kingdom, no one will be able to hurt you. No one will be able to even touch you. And isn't that what we all really want? 
Isn't that what we should want even in this season of waiting and wanting that we are in? I'm not talking about the thing you put at the top of your Christmas list, but I'm asking, isn't this maybe what would be at the top of your Christmas list? If you actually thought you had someone who could get it for you and put it under your tree, if you could open up safety and have it forever, wouldn't you put that near the top? Here's the good news. You've got someone that will get it for you. And he asks you to ask him for it. For regardless of what any company trying to sell you a product that promises safety says, there's only one way to be truly safe. A lot of those other things might help in this way or in that way, but the only way to be truly safe, the scriptures say, is to be protected by the Almighty God himself. That's the only way to be truly safe. And God wants this for all people. He has granted that all might live under him in that kingdom and have this blessing. We rejoice in this season because we understand that the one whose birth we are awaiting is the one who came to fulfill Isaiah's prophecy. He is the one who came and was that little child that would lead them forth. As he came and brought the kingdom of God to bear in the world, we heard John the Baptist tell the people, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is near. And with the coming of Christ, it was so near that you could look at it and touch it. You could hear the kingdom of God speak to you, and you could watch him heal. And all of those blessings that Christ began to bring into the world, he now has left with his church. After he ascended into heaven, he left them there so that you and I would have a safe space in this world, a space to gather together on this holy mountain, around this holy meal, in order that we might have safety. Oh, for now, we get it in a little bit and another piece. We know that our hearts are guarded internally, but we gather here believing that one day we'll see it everywhere. Not just a safe space up here, but a safe space everywhere. So what are you worried about today? Are you worried about safety from disease? Are you worried about safety from financial troubles that might place you into danger? Are you worried about other people or other things that you think might be able to cause you harm? Well, if you are worried, the answer is rather simple in the scriptures. Return to the safety of the kingdom. Turn from your sins and find your rest with him. Heed the words of John the Baptist. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is near. Come and be with Jesus, for he wishes to give you everything you need. Everything you need for your body and for your soul. He wishes to give you safety. Oh yes, you ought to cry out right now, for he has promised even now to hear your prayer and to help you. But as we know, that final help and that final safety, it will not come until the last day. And so we continue to pray that he would bring that about as well. For on the last day, we will finally see it just as it was there in Isaiah. We'll get to see that day where there's no more danger and no more death, only safety and peace and joy. 
And that's what you should be thinking about in this season leading up to Christmas. That's what you should be putting on your Christmas list, so to speak, before your Heavenly Father. Put away the busyness and the hecticness of this season and stop and ponder these truths. Ponder that indeed God has sent his Son into the world in order to give you that thing that you don't even think you're worthy to ask for. Yes, whatever else you might get this Christmas, even if it brings you a lot of joy for a moment, those things will pass away. But what God wishes to give you is imperishable. So just pray. Pray that God's kingdom would come. Pray that the Lord Jesus would return. Pray that he would give you safety. For God loves to answer such prayer. He loves to grant such requests. He loves to give such gifts. He has heard for all times the cry of his people. And he hears your cries now. And that is why he has sent his only begotten son, whom he loved, into the world. He sent him down into Bethlehem in order to take on our flesh and to live and die in our place. He did that in order that his kingdom might come to you and that you might find rest and safety there forever. How good is our God that he knows what we need and he gives it to us. Amen.